The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Young Monotone, aka Mr. Turn Me Up in the Headphones a Little Bit, aka Mr. It's 10 o'clock at night and I'm recording this when I normally record earlier in the day, aka Mr. Low Energy. A.K.A. Mr. Once again, should I had a drink and took my inhaler before I pressed record? When will I ever learn? When will the pain ever stop? A.K.A. Mr. A.K.A. Your fucking boy, Jack Fox. And it's time for yet another wonderful episode of Tired and Inspired. How is it going? Going to be honest with you, elongated the intro because I haven't got a lot to talk about this week so I'm trying to waste as much time as possible and also very important to note that to be frank, to be Mr. Lampard to be Mr. Skinner, to be, who's another famous Frank? Mr. Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. To be Frank, haven't had a good day. Don't particularly feel all that funny. Don't even really feel angry enough to the point where it could become funny. Do you know what I mean? Like when your friend's really pissed off about something and it's kind of funny to you, but I don't. I just feel like if... I was around my friends right now that I wouldn't even want to talk. I wouldn't, It's not like I want to go on a big rant and kind of make it funny and whatever. I just don't want to talk to anybody, which is ironic considering I'm doing a podcast where literally what I'm doing is talking to people who download this episode. Also, another thing I've noticed is uh, in the last, I don't know, couple of months, when I've been, sometimes haven't been able to do podcasts, I've been a bit stop-starty with the podcast, um, but the last few weeks I've really made a point to do podcasts, numbers through the roof, well, not quite, it depends if, you, if you've if got a low ceiling, the numbers are through the roof, alright, um, it turns out consistency is key, it turns out consistency is key, and we're doing alright, so... And also, I enjoy doing this, so I thought, I'm not having a good day, it's late at night, this is the only time I can get on, jump on the mic, record a podcast, maybe this will cheer me up, and I'll feel a bit better after I do the podcast, and then I'll go to bed, and then wake up tomorrow, and it'll be a whole new day, and I can start my day all over again, and every, well, I can start tomorrow fresh, not start my day all over again, it's not fucking Groundhog Day, I can start tomorrow fresh, hopefully in a better mood, get all the shit off my chest, and then hopefully life the world will keep on turning. I um, had a few gigs over the weekend. 
Saturday night, I played at the Three Crowns in Darlington. Now, you have to ask yourself, is a pub in a council estate, housing estate in Darlington a fucking shithole? And if you're asking yourself that, I think you already know the answer to that question is, yes, did we walk in the venue, take a look at where we went to set up, and realise we'd have to, our guitarist, Graham, would have to move out of the way every time a man wanted to use the male toilet? Yes. Sometimes do you have to do these gigs and then just suck it up, do it, and take the money and run? Yes. Was this our first gig with this out in different worlds? Yes. Was I told to play the drums quietly because we're in the middle of a housing estate and we're not going on stage until nine o'clock at night? Yes. Was it fun nonetheless? Yeah, kind of. No, it was. It was good fun. It was all right. It was a laugh. Um, and then Sunday, had to drive all the way to Liverpool to play at Hot Water Comedy Club. Always a pleasure. Maybe. Maybe. I had a run-in with a comedian about something that's fairly serious, but I'm not going to air my dirty laundry in public on this here podcast. As the numbers go through the roof, I'm not going to air my dirty laundry in public. So it's none of you got done business, even though I've kind of made it your business by mentioning it, and I hate it when people do that. But this is my podcast, and I make the rules. So I can kind of do whatever the fuck I want to. So if you listen and you don't like it, just switch it off because the numbers are through the roof anyways. Because consistency is key and I'm just starting to learn that. So if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. <clears throat> Liverpool's great though, man. The scene in Liverpool, everybody's so... This comedy scene is everybody's so, so supportive of each other. And I'm sure if you're in England and any sort of fan of stand-up comedy and you're listening to this, you'll have seen a video, at least, from Hot Water Comedy Club. They've got the classic brick background, the big logo, <clears throat> excuse me, usually Paul Smith, Adam Rowe, uh, Phil Chapman, just leaving a blank space, there. maybe you can connect the dots yourself, um, Dan Nightingale's on there, uh, Gary, um, Gary, the guy that does the one-liners, I'm terrible, I forgot his name, he's married to, married to um, Sarah Milligan, anyways, um, and just really nice. Everybody in the green room was really supportive. And uh, we were just chatting. And it made me feel right at home, all the guys that were there. And obviously there's more... Like, like it just seems to... The, the green room at Hot Water Comedy Club seems to be where, if you're a comedian in Liverpool and you just want to hang out, you'll just pop in and chill. Because the green room's fucking massive. The green room it used to be the main bar for the whole club. But the club got so big, they bought the building next door. So they turned the building next door to the club into the bar, and now just have the bar as the green room for the comedian. Like, just senseless money. Well, not senseless, probably sensible money, actually. Um, everybody's just hanging out, having a good time, having a good chat, and... Um, it's all good, and then maybe I did, and maybe I didn't have a run-in with a comedian, and that's only a goddamn business, to be perfectly honest. Stop asking about it. Stop asking about it. Fucking nosy. Eat your marigot. As Rose from the Rosalie from the Sopranos once said. Um 
<laughs> I've got some. Uh, I've got some things to talk about here, and I'm kind of running out of time. And this, God, I really took that time wasting shit pretty serious, huh? For the intro, maybe I'll call an early ad break and then get into one or two of these um, topics for the second half of the old podcast here. Um, I don't really know what to tell you about Liverpool. I got a parking ticket. Never nice. Um, if if you listen to this and you are a comedian and you want to play hot water, just stick at it. Like I, I, I you know, I put it on Facebook and I put a, a picture on um, some pictures up because they take pictures of you and take videos of you at hot water. Um, and if you ask for them, you can have them. Um, and people were like messaging me, like comedians were messaging us, like, "How do you get on?" Um, and some people were messaging us like, oh my god, I can't believe you had hot water. And I'm like, it's not that big a deal, guys. <laughs> like, just like anything, if you just stick into it and be patient. Like, I think a lot of people expect like immediate results in everything these days because of the way that we live in the immediate text and reply, like instant gratification. Put your name forward and just, just wait. Just wait your time. The email will come. Um with available dates and reply as quick as you can and then just wait for the email to come in and then enjoy the six hour round trip to Liverpool for 10 minutes stage time on a Sunday night and just make sure you don't say anything that could be vaguely classed as racist um so and especially if there's a particular MC I'm seeing that night and um just stop asking about it stop asking about it you know what I mean? Just stop. Just don't. As long as you just don't imply I mean, one particular comedian was being particular racist, actually, it's just a throwaway line. And it's more of a joke. But just stop asking us about it, for fuck's sake. Just stick with it if you're out there and you're a comedian and you want to play hot water. But also, if you are a comedian and you're in the northeast and you want to play hot water and you haven't yet been asked or haven't had the opportunity to, we've got the stand too much about it all right it's time for a quick word from our sponsors today's episode of tired and inspired is brought to you by potentially ruining a huge opportunity in your career hate misunderstandings then you want to try a six-hour round trip to liverpool and including that joke in your set list all right, while I've got you here, loads of gigs coming up, but some uh, some dates that are on the horizon on Saturday. This Saturday, going to debut some new Jack Fox tunes at the Any Rising Open Mic at Little Buildings. Then uh, the Red Hot Chili Pinos are at Trillions in Newcastle on the 20th. That'll be a lot of fun. Then Hive Mind are headlining Little Buildings on the 2nd of February for Independent Venue Week. Also, brand new Hive Mind tune, Born to Thrive. This one's from The Vault, where this recorded for a while. Coming out on the 27th of January. Come see a show. All the shit is in the link tree in the description. Come see a show. That's right, new hive mind music coming at you. Normally we do a whole fucking promo camp. You know what I'm like, you know what you know how your boy gets down. Normally I do a whole like promo campaign and have loads of advertising stuff. But this one we've had this song recorded for a long time. Um actually so long that uh, James is playing bass on it and doing back vocals, so we've had it recorded before fire. And all that stuff. Um, fire, fire, fire. Our last single. Uh, we just wanted to get it out there because it's been weighing, uh, just, just weighing over us. Is that a phrase? Um, 
So we're going to get it out there for the public. Um, and then we're going to move on. We've got loads of new songs written with Sai. But that's that's neither here nor there. That'll all come in due time. But the new Hive Mind single, Born to Thrive, it's got a fucking killer riff. And I'm excited for some people to hear it. And then headlining at Little Building, 2nd of February for Independent Venue Week. Very excited for that. We're going to start promoting that one properly, though, because I haven't barely talked about it. Anyways, anyways, all that aside... Liverpool was canny. Uh, it's the first time I've done comedy this year. And I, honestly, when I booked the gig, I thought, ah, I'll get an open mic and have something beforehand, so I'm just less rusty. But I was rusty. I felt rusty on stage. I said some things. Aside from the the joke that caused controversy. And look, it wasn't my fault. It was a misunderstanding. Maybe it's one day I'll talk about it. But I'm not ready to talk about it right now in case it does come back to us. Um, but it was just a misunderstanding. The way I worded this joke was... It just it was misunderstanding. It's all fine though. It's all fine. I'm, I'm just winding years up. Um, I felt rusty on stage though. I didn't feel like I was in the zone. I, I, I made some like snap decisions on stage that I wouldn't normally make. But I think it still went all right. Everybody still laughed. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. I still did my time. I didn't go under. I didn't go over. Just felt rusty. I hadn't done comedy for a couple of weeks. I, I don't know. Um, it's tough, man. C- comedy like is something that, like, obviously with bands and music and stuff, you can practice, 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 practice in the practice room. And then when you get on stage, it is a bit different because obviously you have the vibe of the audience and you can only do it once. You can't, like, stop the song and start again. But with comedy, you can't really practice in the house because it all changes, all changes. But that's fucking boring. But um, what I was saying is the community in the Liverpool comedy scene is, is really good. Everybody's so supportive of each other. And we're backstage. One of the conversations backstage... Something, somebody brought up something about somebody they know winning a substantial amount on the lottery. Wasn't like life, well, I mean, it was life changing, but it was a couple of grand, maybe in the tens of thousands of pounds. Um, I don't know if it was a relative of theirs, a friend of theirs, somebody on their street, somebody they know, a friend of a friend, whatever. Can't remember how the conversation came about, but. And, and and you have to admit, you have to remember as well that I'm an outsider coming into their group. Like I say, the green room at Hot Water Comedy is uh, Hot Water Comedy Club is like where comedians come and hang out. So they all know each other. I'm the random guy. They all shake my hand. They all be very nice, including me. Where have you come from? We travel all the way down to come to this show. Whatever. Um. So somebody mentioned something about somebody they know winning a substantial amount on the lottery, and it really seriously got me thinking about. Everybody has that daydream if they win the lottery, right? What will they do? And that's a question that you ask your friends. If you're just sitting around fucking bored, you, you know, you, you've got one eye on the TV, you ordered a pizza, you went for the pizza to come, you're just sitting fucking hanging out. What would you just do if you won the lottery? And like nine times, literally eight and a half to nine times out of ten, all of my friends have all said, <coughs> Soz, all of my friends well, nine times out of ten, all of my friends. Most of my friends have said if they won the lottery, like if they won the jackpot, twenty-five million pounds, if they won the lottery, they would not change. They'd stay. They'd probably quit their job, but they'd stay living in South Shields. They'd buy a nice little house, like you know, just like like a big house, or they'd they'd buy next door's house and knock through and have two houses and they'd buy all their friends a car, they'd give us, they'd give me a million, they'd give this friend a million, they'd give, go and live your life, go and, and they'd just, they'd just, they'd just have a nice, 
comfortable, save it for the kids and pass it down through generations. Hey, 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 hey. No. No, 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 no. This is my impression of me if slash when I win the jackpot on the lottery. In fact, I'll do you one step further. This is my impression of this podcast if slash when I, because I'm the luckiest man in the world, if slash when I win the jackpot on the lottery. Are you ready? My impression of me when I win the lottery. Are you ready? Radio silence, because I am out of here. Three strikes, and you are out of here. I wish this was a video podcast, so you see the cool hand movement I did with that. No chance. I am sorry. I So, somebody calls me. Hi, Jack. Congratulations. And I'm like, congratulations on what? About the fat, plump, juicy cock that I've got? Or about something else? Yes, well, congratulations about that as well. But also... You've won the jackpot on the National Lottery. You've won £30 million. And I'm like, holy shit, wow. I knew this day would come eventually, but thank you very much. Click, click, beep. Pick up the phone immediately. Boop, 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 boop. Hi, yeah, Christina. Um, yeah, quit your job. Um, in about three hours, I'll be on a private jet to America and then say goodbye to everybody you've ever met because we're going and buying an island I'm taking my cat and your dog and all the Pepsi Max and Mountain carry on a plane and we're never speaking. We're switching both of our phones off. I'm making a recording studio so I can just make tunes for the rest of my life, setting up a drum kit. I'm never speaking to anybody ever again and I'm going to hire John Frusciante to come and play Serenader's guitar every time we go to bed. This is my impression of me as a person... When I win the lottery to my friends when they come and knocking the next time around without knowing that I've won the lottery. Are you ready? Jack Fox. Jack Fox. Jack Fox. I'm a whisper in the wind. I'm a gonna. This is your impression. This is my impression of you. When I win the lottery without telling a fucking soul apart from Christina. Are you ready? Have you seen or heard from Jack lately? Do you know why? Do you know why that's my impression of you? Because this is me when I win the lottery for 30 million pounds. Jack Fox. I'm a goner. And to be quite frank, to be Mr. Lampard himself, I'm not even telling me, Mama, me, look, me nana, she's 89 this year, she's got dementia, she doesn't know what the fuck's going on, God bless her, I love her to death, but pointless wasting my breath. Me mum, look, living with me mum is a lot like living with my ex. They're both haters, they both get on my back, and they both fucked me dad before he died. It's a new joke I'm working on. But I'm not I'm not telling nobody. So actually, if in the future, like I've just said at the top of this show, consistency is key. If I'm bagging the bagging the bagging the bagging the banging out episodes, all is good. Your boy's topping them charts in Cambodia. I've got the receipts to show it. And then all of a sudden, 
radio silence. I'm a whisper in the wind. All you've got to do, all you've got to do as a fan of this podcast, raise a glass of Pepsi Max, look to the east, and just think. That son of a bitch, Jack Fox, did it. He actually did it. This motherfucker won the lottery. And if for some reason, for some creepy fucking reason, you're also following Christina on Instagram, and her Instagram is suddenly radio silence, it's because we're on an island together, and John Frusciante is playing guitar alongside us. And occasionally I'm having to shut him up because I can't have that 24-7 because occasionally I've got to have my podcasts on. You know how your boy gets down listening to the Tuesdays with stories every Tuesday. But just know, if there's ever radio silence on this pod without good reason or without a post from me on the Instagram page, your boy's a whisper in the wind. Jack Fox, Jack. never going to happen is it I honestly have so little money to my name <laughs> that that's the kind of thing dreams dreams are literally made of winning the lottery winning the lottery imagine winning fucking 25 30 million pounds off a fucking how much does the lottery cost 5 pound ticket fucking hell I do like to think that I would just live normally in shields, I, and I, when I, you know, I joke about what my friends say, and my friends do say that, but I think I would probably also do the same. I would probably just live normally because I don't know anything else. I've been to like places where with bougie people, and I feel so out of place. I'm just a guy that's always. I tell you one thing: if if I ever ever won thirty million pounds on the lottery, I am never. You will never, ever see me wearing pants that pass the knee ever again. It is shorts, 24-7, 365, and it's expensive shorts as well. It's silk, silk shit, I don't know, whatever. I'm never going to another event where I have to wear pants. And if anybody says it's a prerequisite, suck me cock. Don't care. Wearing shorts forever. Because my price just went up. I truly don't know what I'm talking about now. Um, God, I want to win the lottery. Somebody give... Somebody out there, listen to this. I, listen, look. Downloads are through the roof. Somebody out there, give me £25 million. Pounds. <laughs> I'm sick of doing stuff. I don't want to do stuff. I want to have twenty-five million pounds in the bank and drink Pepsi Max until I fall into an early grave. <laughs> All right, you fucking bastards, you. Um, come see some shows, man. The Hive Mind Show on the second of February will be good. Any rising at Little Buildings is always good. Uh, if you want to see some Chili Pepper songs, Trillions on the 28th. It's 
also our singer's birthday then as well, so all the more reason to come down and celebrate. New Hive Mind Tune on the 27th. All is okay. I feel a bit better now. I feel a little bit better now after I've done something with my day so late at night. Consistency is key. Tell a friend about this podcast if you enjoyed this stupid, silly episode. And if you're listening from Liverpool, soz, I ruined your Sunday night. Just kidding. Maybe I'll tell you that story one day. All right. Love you all. Goodbye. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk.